Welcome to Fearlessly Made You. I am your host, Christy Tobias. Joining me today are guests just striving to dominate in their personal and professional lives while answering the question, what does it mean to be fearlessly made? Welcome back to Fearlessly Made You. I am so excited about today's guest, but before we get started, as a reminder, Fearlessly Made You is a spinoff of my book, Fearlessly Made You, as most of you know. It's about the conversation around trauma, uncomfortable moments, just those things that we don't always talk about. And so it's really why I love bringing on not just people that I admire, but people that I call friends. We can have those vulnerable, honest dialogue, honest conversations, um, and really connect and engage. One of the other things, and you guys have heard this from me before, but one of the other things I do love is being able to connect with different parts of the community who are giving back, who are aligning with my story, like my friends at Dillard's, who have outfitted me today in this fabulous, fancy outfit. Yes, I'm showing you my sleeves because why not? Look how sassy they are. You're welcome. Anywho, for those of you that are not watching on the YouTube, I was just talking about my fabulous outfit by Dillard's uh, because my outfit is in homage to my equally fabulous guest today, Joe Rich of Joe Rich Beauty. Joe and I have met in multiple occasions, but we really solidified our friendship. We were at an event this summer and she did my makeup and I was a rock star, but it was beyond that, right? Like for anyone that has ever had their makeup done or has ever sat in a beauty chair, you know, it's like a moment of counseling (laughs) when you're there and you just get a chance just to talk to breathe, to refresh, relax. And so today I'm actually bringing Joe on to Fearlessly Made You so we can have a chance to talk, get to know her a little better, um, and just really bask in the glory that is Joe. So Joe, welcome to Fearlessly Made You. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to dive into your story. So Joe and I, you know, as y'all know, the whole Fearlessly Made You, when we, we get prepared and started, you know, there's a whole process behind it. So Joe and I, we spent the past couple hours together, um, which has been fabulous. But I, the thing I love the most about you, Joe, is you are effortlessly or appears effortlessly, authentically you all the time. You just are exactly who you want to be. You show that in everything that you do. It comes off in just the way that you, not just do makeup, but the way you present yourself, your business. And so I really want to kind of take us back to how, who is Joe? How did that effortless, authentic woman get to be who she is today? <laughs> You're welcome. Girl, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, it, I'm sure I do just like everyone else. I go home and I scream in a pillow or I complain to my husband or, you know, I'm not always effortlessly put together. Right. Um, You know, I have two children running around all the time and I'm running my businesses and all that stuff. But it really comes from finally being comfortable with who I am as a person because for years I struggled with that. And it was mostly in my probably early to mid 20s where I was like really finding myself Mm -hmm. because I didn't know who I was and I struggled a lot because in 2005 I lost my dad to suicide and by the way everybody needs a good therapist did not have one at that point amen and I didn't go to therapy and I didn't grieve properly and so I turned to just like drinking and partying and doing all the things that I thought was going to help. Right. And so I'm going to be honest with you. The moment that I really truly decided to be myself was when my son was born. 
Wow. <laughs> so that was, so 2005 is when you went through the trauma of losing your father. Mm -hmm. When was your son born? My son was born in 2012. Wow. So yes. that's seven years. Yes. That seven really years is crazy. <laughs> well, and I want to pause there too, because, and, and you guys all know, um, and if you don't, as a reminder, uh, one of the things, the journeys that I've been on is my journey with alcohol and, you know, fearlessly made you, we occasionally have a glass of wine, but I've shared, you know, in one of my episodes, I kind of stepped away because I needed to reset what my life looks like. So it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting as you're talking about that journey and we'll, we'll go there. We'll definitely dive into yes. to that. But the now like identifying, I have this baby and yes. <laughs> well, and it's funny because you know what? Until we just sat here, I I've never thought about it until you just asked me that question, and I was like, oh my god, it was when my son was born because you never know true love until you have a child. Oh my goodness! And that child taught me how to truly love and be loved. And before that, I needed that so desperately. And, I, and you know, they, they say, you know, children don't fix things, which they don't. They make things very difficult. <laughs> right. Um, Another human but to take care of. But they're wonderful little human beings. Yeah. But he really did. Because the minute he was born, I, I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is what love is. And this is my purpose now. And I need to be the best version of myself I for this little person. That. I like that you use like the best version of yourself yeah. because I think we go through so much transition in our lives and we're always us, but being the best you versus being the unhealthy you are two different us's. Yes. And so I, I think there's something so valuable in that. And it's interesting that it was your son that brought that out of yes. you. So as you are thinking through, you know, 2005 to mm -hmm. 2012, what did that journey look like for you? So that was a really tough journey for me. My dad committed suicide in 2005. And as you know, when someone commits suicide, you'll never know. Yeah. You know, some people leave a note. Some people tell people, I'll never know. Right, right. I'll never know. And that was really, really difficult because my dad and I were super close. Oh, Joe. Oh he goodness. was, and I'm an only child and I'm a girl. And so we were very, very close, and I, I loved him dearly, and it really took a toll on me. And then in 2008, my mom attempted suicide. Wow. Oh, my. So that was really difficult, too. And to this day, she will never talk about it. Um, and she did almost die, and she had to have reconstructive surgery on her wrists and, you know, all these things, and was in a, in a mental institution for about a year, and that was really difficult. So to go through that alone, mm -hmm. because I really don't have any family. I mean, most of my family lives in Iowa. Right. But to go through those things in such a short amount of time at, at such a fragile age. Yes. Because you're really... And how old were you at that time? So when my dad passed, I was 21. Okay. And then Oof. 24 with my mom. Um, you know, you're really learning who you are as a person and you're yeah. growing and you're you're doing all these things, and for trauma like that to happen, I just didn't know how to function, I think. <laughs> well, and so in pausing there, too, because conversation on suicide is so important. I think as a culture, as a community, as a society, we don't talk about it as we should. Um, and the fact that you had not one but two parents impacted by suicide, one directly and then one trying to figure out life. I think it's interesting because I've been having this conversation recently, you know, about 
having gone through my own suicide attempts and um, there was a conversation I was having with someone they were talking about the wording that we use around suicide, like death by, committed, and all of this. And I was like, at the end of the day, we need to understand that it's not just the suicide. Mm -hmm. It's the mental health that connects to you can no longer continue Mm -hmm. on this journey. I think that's the part that, as I think about you, 21 is such a vulnerable age. Mm -hmm. I mean, such a vulnerable age. And the mental health journey that you are going on now as a result of that, I mean, I'm if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. I'd love to dive into of that course. because yes. I think that's that's a lot. And where you were before and where you are, you know, diving into 2005 forward, you know, what does that look like for you from a mental health perspective? So I, I've struggled. I mean, we all struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, because I've been through it firsthand, one of the most important things that I feel like people don't realize is that Suicide doesn't hurt the person who does it. Mm-hmm. It hurts everyone else who's left behind. Exactly. So, you know, in, in 2000, I think it was 16, I had my second son, and I really struggled with postpartum depression. And that was the first time in my life, not that I had suicidal thoughts, but that I was very depressed, mm-hmm. and I was very down, and I was crying, and I just wasn't happy. And it was that moment that I said, okay, you got to get it together. You got to get it together. You've got kids, you, you have responsibilities and you can't relive what happened to you in your twenties and you, you have to fix it. You know, I had to fix it. And oddly enough, one of the reasons why I do what I do now is because One day I went to dinner with one of my girlfriends and she was wearing this red lipstick and it didn't come off as she ate. Now, mind you, did not even know how to put foundation on at this point in my life. I mean, God help me. And I asked her, I said, where did you get that? And she told me and I said, I really, I want to get some of that. And so I ended up buying it. And my plan to myself at that point, because... I think medicine is great for for people. Mm -hmm. If it helps you and it gets you through your valleys and you can move on, that's great. Right. But for me, I didn't want to take medicine because the last time I saw my dad alive, (laughs) he was like a shell of a person. So he wasn't even, sorry, I'm going to try not to cry. No, it's okay. (laughs) We cry on this show. It is absolutely okay. Yeah. He just... He wasn't there. You are, as you're, so one of the things that I will say I treasure the most about these moments is we are giving ourselves the space to be vulnerable and to be honest and to be open. And for those of you watching or listening, if you haven't given yourself the space to be vulnerable, to be open, to release trauma in whatever way that looks like for you. Um, Before this, I was telling Joe, like, this week, I just was crying (laughs) because for no reason. And this is a perfect reason for sure to not just be vulnerable and emotional, but to be honest about what that is. Um, So never, and I'm saying this to Joe, but I say this to all of you, never apologize for your vulnerability. I think especially as women, 
we've been told to apologize. We've been told don't be this emotional person. Yes. We've been told to be this rock all the time. And there is nothing powerful and there is nothing that elicits strength from that. The strength mm-hmm. comes in being able to express yourself. So yes. I want to thank you for expressing yourself with me and feeling comfortable yes. being able to do that. And it's okay to cry. Absolutely. <laughs> it's expected. I, I mean, I'm learning how to cry more and more because it is that release. And it you, does feel good. It does feel good. <laughs> Sometimes we're not cute. You are cute cry. Sometimes Ooh, we're no not cute. Girl. <laughs> no, girl. No. I'm like the girl in Bridesmaids. Girl, stop it. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, anyways, yes. So, you know, it's been 17 years, but that memory is still ingrained. And so I get emotional about it sometimes. And sometimes I don't. But, you know, seeing my dad like that, I didn't didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be just zombied out on medication. Yeah. So my point to saying that was I didn't want to be on medication. So I bought this lipstick. And I told myself, if the only thing you can do every day is get up and put that lipstick on, you have to do it. Yes. And so that's what I did. And I, I got up and I put it on and I looked in the mirror and I was like, you, you a bad bitch. Yes, ma'am. Am I allowed to say that? You can curse on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I do it often. <laughs> so, and, and that really helped me get through that point in my life where I felt so low because I, you know, I was like, I have to be here for my kids. I yeah. have to get it together. And it's okay to be sad and it's okay to go through these emotions because we all know when we have babies, our hormones are all over the place and we're crazy. I get it. But it, it really helped me get through that. And then it was like, I never knew what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was just snowballing. From that one tube of red lipstick wow. <laughs> to help me get through postpartum depression. And wow. then I started learning how to do makeup on myself. And then I started selling makeup. And then I started learning how to do makeup on other people. And before you knew it, I had this cute little kiosk in the mall. I love <laughs> Which that. Which is so hilarious to, to think about that I had that at one point. Which is amazing. And if, those of you that are watching, if you're asking... <laughs> Did Joe do Christie's makeup? She absolutely did, and I look flawless, like yes. phenomenal. I love makeup. Y'all know I grew up in the pageant industry. The one thing I told Joe is the thing that I love the most, and this comes out, I think, in in the way that you express yourself, mm-hmm. is that I look like me. If you've ever had makeup done and there's you know additional contouring and, and extras, I love my face. Not everyone does. I get that, like, yes. and that's totally fine. I love my face. It's taken me a long time to love my face. And Joe just ex- accentuated that. And so I say that, like, I'm, and I want to go back to the kiosk. <laughs> we're going back to the kiosk. Do we have to? We're going back to the kiosk. But I say that because it's hearing this story, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like sitting in your chair, I feel that story now. Now I connect the dots because there is value and there is beauty and there is something just kind of vulnerable mm-hmm. that you bring to mm-hmm. each of us whenever you take what was the tube of red lipstick to what is now a beauty industry mm-hmm. that you are dominating in. So let's go back to the kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> so we had our kiosk. <laughs> so we had our little kiosk. So cute. And then I ended up, you know, I said, I feel like I can do this better. I can I can do better than this. And at I, this point, you have two kids. And I have two kids okay. and my husband. And at this point, I think he had stopped going over to Afghanistan because okay. he was... 
um, deploying over there, but I think he had stopped at this point. Your, Navy, your husband was in the Navy. Yes, he okay. was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me go to esthetician school because then I can charge to be able to do makeup and I can do makeup on people for everything that they do. Yeah. And when I went to esthetician school, I found out, oh, my God, I love everything else. (laughs) What else can I do? I love it all. (laughs) And so I went to esthetician school, and I kid you not, it was maybe a week after I graduated, I went to my husband, and I said, I want to open an actual store. (laughs) She she left. I'm diving right in. We're, we don't have baby steps. I don't like half-ass anything. I just Same. Do it. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yes, Let's cheers do, to that. take a moment because, <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. For all of you out there that don't half-ass things, <laughs> welcome right. to School by Joe and Christine. Yes. <laughs> don't half-ass anything. No. So, yeah. So, I went to him and he looked at me like I was crazy. I said, but I can do this. I'm telling you I can do this. So, we... Tried to get a space in the mall, which I laugh about now because I'm like, that's so cute. That would have never worked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, we, we went through the whole process with the mall. It was, sorry, Cordova Mall. It was way overpriced. And I. Cordova Mall is not a sponsor of this show. This is not a sponsor. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so. We, I gave up on that idea, still had the kiosk, and I was downtown with my friends for Memorial Day and my kids and my husband, and we're walking down Palafox. I'm, like, walking like someone had just killed my dog. I was Debbie Downer, like, Aww. oh, my store and my dream and blah, and being all sad for myself, which is so stupid. Don't ever do that. Don't be sad for yourself. Just love yourself. Love yourself. Be honest with yourself about your feelings, so, but don't be sad for yourself. Yes, yes. Do not do that. So I was being Debbie Downer. And we walked past the store, and it had a for lease sign in the window. And my husband said, well, what about downtown? And I said, oh, my God, it's probably a million dollars because I'm dramatic. I mean, same. Yeah. Do we see our outfits? Like, <laughs> And so I said, no, it's probably too expensive. And he said, well, you know, maybe not. Well, he picks up the phone and calls the phone number that's in the window. Mm-hmm. And the woman, Miss Deborah Dunlap, who I have grown to adore, and she's a mentor of mine and almost like a mother to me, was standing 10 feet from us and answered the phone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so we walk over to her, and we start a conversation and all this other stuff. And that was in May. And in December, on New Year's Eve, we had our grand opening on Palafox. Joe, <laughs> you went for And so I, I want to pause us because there's, you know, we talk about the conversation around being fearlessly made. So mm-hmm. being fearlessly made is not necessarily allowing fear to own you. We acknowledge that that fear exists, but that fear doesn't own your journey. Mm-hmm. When I think about that, I mean, you are what we emulate when it comes to fearlessly made you. Because that, I mean, good Lord, you just dove in. Yes. You did not allow any type of fear to own you. No. And the biggest fear was asking my husband for the money. That's fair. That girl. <laughs> but, and let's, let's not take it for that for granted, too, because I think sometimes people also have a, they, there's a weird stigma I think people get when you're married and you decide to go into a business and you mm-hmm. have a partner that does have finances. And I think mm-hmm. people think, oh, it's, it's easy. You've got that person. Like, first of all, 
going out on your own mm -hmm. to start a business in an industry that is brand freaking new to you, mm -hmm. that came out of a place where you were trying to deal with trauma, mm -hmm. that you probably hadn't even identified was trauma at that time. I'm sorry. Anyone that ever wants to say, oh, just you just asked your husband for money. He's like, no, I stepped out mm -hmm. on a ledge that I had no idea um, if I was going to sink, swim, fail, whatever. Yes. And, and I'm surprised he didn't ask me for a full business plan. Right. Because that's who he is. That's fair. <laughs> we're going to have a month show next. <laughs> we're going to have him sit down and <laughs> talk with us about this plan. So, okay, so this is New Year's. Yes. You open up. What is Joe Rich Beauty? Was it Joe Rich Beauty at the time? Yes. Joe Rich Beauty. It's always I been. love it. Yeah. So we opened and it was magnificent. And I want to say that Joe Rich Beauty, it was started because of everything that happened. But it still continues to be a labor of love. And it always comes from a place of love. Like every time I do somebody's face, it's out of love. Oh, <laughs> well, and that resonates, too, with your team. Yes. So I've had the wonderful privilege of spending lots of time with Joe's team. And it's wonderful to see that cascading love, that foundation of vulnerability, all of that cascades all the way down to your team. And that, for those of you as you're kind of thinking about, like, okay, well, I, I want to start my business. I want to think about what that is. That comes from the foundation, mm -hmm. the foundational understanding of knowing who you are, knowing what you represent, and pulling that into your business. I think sometimes we can get caught up in the business plans and yes. proposals and all of that. We forget about, but why am I here? Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? And so in thinking about that too, because I, first of all, I want to continue with this dialogue about you know how your team was developed. But I also want to think about, and would love to ask you the question, now coming from where you were when you opened Joe Rich Beauty to where you are now, What's feedback or advice or input that you'd provide to someone who's like afraid, who maybe is letting that fear of stepping out keep them from stepping into their purpose? I think there's two things that I would tell people. A, never give up. It's going to be hard. It's always going to be hard. And if you just keep going, <laughs> yes, it will get to that point where it's not as hard. And I think the other thing that I would tell people would be just trust trust your gut. Mm. And gosh, just don't give up. If you're truly passionate about something and you truly love what you do and you have your vision, just don't give up. Yeah. I love that. There's an honesty to that too, yeah. because it's easy to say, oh, too hard. I can't, I can't. It's, and I, and there's the imposter syndrome that I think, especially women, we experience, not to by any means exclude any men, but in our society, we are told, and especially as a mom, mm -hmm. a military mom of two kids in an industry you didn't know, yeah. I am sure there was all of that just kind of hitting you when yeah. you started. Uh, girl, I have stood on a mountain of no's for one yes. I, have I love stood, that. I have stood on a mountain of no's for one yes. Team, because y'all know there's a team around me, document that. I have stood on a mountain of no's for one yes. Y'all write that down. But I love that. And that's that. all it takes. Yes. It takes one yes. And that one yes in the very beginning was from Deborah Dunlap letting me rent that space. I love that. 
So now, thinking about where you are, so that was, what year was that again? 2019. And oh my, so that girl, wow. So talk to us about 2019, moving through the pandemic, the team, all the, I mean, I just, I, I, it's the, the question that's in my head. <laughs> so this is the part where I say never give up. <laughs> this is the part of that. This is the part of that. So we opened New Year's Eve of 2019 and March, I think it was 9th, we shut down for COVID. <sighs> so we've been open, what, two and a half months, if that, and... I mean, I literally was waiting for Ashton Kutcher to come out and say, you've been punked. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Joe. <laughs> literally two and a half months. I'm like, yes. wait, wait, timing. Two and a half yes. months. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Two and a half months, and we shut down. So, and we still had to pay rent. We still had to do all these things. You know, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, crap, I just borrowed all this money from my husband, and now we have to close. So what am I going to do? This is where I didn't give up. I went to that store, and I took all of the product that I had invested in, and I did everything online. I sold gift cards. Wow. I sold the product. I, I did our social media every damn day. And I did what I could. And guess what? We made that rent those two months. That's <laughs> amazing. Yes. And it's the shifting, right? Because yes. it's the, you started with the vision. You were, and it's that excitement. You're in mm-hmm. it. Okay, I'm ready to go. And literally, like, the vision has barely been realized, and now you have to shift that adaptability, Mm -hmm. that dexterity. I think that is a viable and valuable asset to think through as well. Because, you know, anyone that's listening, we get stuck in what we thought our vision was versus what can actually happen. And when you open yourself up to, okay, cool, we're going to pivot and we're going to figure it out then there's some beauty that comes from that. Yes. So now we flash forward to 2022, end of 2022. Talk to us about where you are now. And I, I'm thinking about, you know, not just with Joe Rich Beauty, but you mm-hmm. as a mom, as a businesswoman, as a leader. I mean, so much as someone that is still working through trauma. Yeah. And, and hearing that too, I, I also am curious as to how you feel like your dad would feel about what you've been able to accomplish now, not to make you cry again, but it's just in my heart. I want to know where you think he'd be right now in in looking at you. He would definitely be just stupid proud. He would just be over the moon. You know, he, and I know that if my dad was still here, he would be up at that store all the time. Hey, do you need something fixed? Hey, do you need this? Hey, do you need this? You know, I think that he would just be so proud of, like, me coming from my 20s, never knowing what I wanted to do. I never knew what I wanted to do. I went to college for, what is it, general education? I don't even know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> We're going to get a degree. <laughs> We're going to get a degree because that's what society says you have to do. And I, I think that he would just say, wow, I made that. Oh, Oh, that gives me that gives me chills. If no one, if you guys are listening and y'all don't have chills or teardrops, give me a call. Because <laughs> all of that, oh my goodness, I feel that. Yes. I feel that, and I'm so proud of you. I mean, just it's it's so funny because you know when you feel like you've known someone for years and years, and that's really how I feel with Joe because we truly have really only known each other probably for about a year, mm-hmm. maybe at the very most. But there was this camaraderie, and let's be honest. When you've gone through trauma, 
regardless of the severity of it, there is a connecting point that happens mm -hmm. when you meet other people who have mm -hmm. gone through trauma and who are still working through it. Um, and it's a beautiful journey to have with someone else. It is a painful and uncomfortable journey to mm -hmm. have, period. So knowing you've got that connecting point is so beautiful. So I would love to, as we're kind of thinking about that connecting point, the people that are around you, you also are surrounded by a great team of people who are highly entertaining. They're amazing. <laughs> How did you build that team? I... Okay, so first of all, I just want to give them a shout out. Yes. Mark and Midian and Serena, I could not do life without them. You they are, are absolutely phenomenal. phenomenal people. And don't get me wrong, I've been through numerous employees in the last three years, but I feel like where we're at right now is just, this is it. Like yeah. these people, they work hard. They work just, they're just amazing people. Yes. And they have so much to offer and they're constantly learning and they're constantly educating themselves. And everything that they do is also out of love. Like they're just, I couldn't have asked for a better group of people and they all bring something different, you know? I mean, Mark is our superhero gay. He should be wearing a cape. Agreed. And Agreed. Him in he, a red dress. If you've not seen a photo of Mark in a red dress with a thigh-high slip. I haven't even gotten to wear it yet. I'm so sorry. Um, this is a painful <laughs> moment. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, for He's always stealing my clothes. <laughs> he looks so good in that. Oh, my goodness. Mark, shout out to you and your legs, sir. Yes. Let's just say. But it is so true, too, because it's if you have not, this is a shameless plug, but a beautiful, purposeful plug. If you've never had a chance to work with Joe, if you haven't had a chance to, to work with her team, I mean, and I want you to kind of walk through some of the things that you guys mm -hmm. do as well so that people know where to go mm -hmm. for some of their priority needs. But just walking into her store, you feel this essence of, of calm and beauty and that people are there for you, mm -hmm. which you don't always get. And it's just, it's so beautiful. But so that everyone here knows, as everyone's like now bought into you <laughs> as a human being and as a person, I want them to understand what you do and what you offer with your love. So what are some of the things that you do at Joe Rich? So we do a, a wide variety of things and we are constantly learning and educating and adding on things because we love to do that. We just yes. love, we love. So we are considered a, a spa, a beauty spa, but we mainly do makeup, facials, lashes, lash extensions, uh, peels, waxing, you know, anything beauty related. We do not do hair. They we get that phone hair. call all the time. <laughs> we do not do hair. It's because you all look fabulous. <laughs> But we've also recently, in the last year, year and a half, we've uh, gotten into permanent makeup. So we do lip blushing, microblading, eyeliner. And Midian and I are actually taking a course for aerial restoration. So we'd like to oh. use that as our way of giving back to people in 2023. And we'd like to donate our services to women who have had breast cancer surgery and they no longer have their areolas. So we're starting that, which is great. That's beautiful. I love that. I'd love to be surprised, but I'm not. Yes. Not at it's, all. It's great. It, honestly, it was her idea. So I can't take credit for that, but that's the kind of person she is. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> yes. So, and we also do, we've 
gotten into tattoos, yes. which we love. Me too. I um, love it. <laughs> and I also do special effects makeup, which is one of my all-time favorite things to do. And I wish that I lived in a city that allowed me to do it all year long. Unfortunately, we live in Pensacola, so it's only October for me. That's fair. That's, but it's, it's very amazing. fun. Amazing! Oh my goodness, Thank the you. the amazing things that you're able to do with that makeup is is phenomenal. Yes. Well, Joe, one of the things that I always love to to make sure that our our guests are also thinking about is you have dominated in a time where you were supposed to fail. Mm-hmm. Let's be real honest. You mm-hmm. are thriving in a space personally where you're starting to understand what trauma looks like, what things look like for you as you're working through mm-hmm. what the past has done for your present and future. And that's a beautiful space to be in from a vulnerability perspective. Where is the balance? What does balance look like for you as you, I know, loaded question, as we are both very much dedicated to work that we do. Mm -hmm. But I'd love to know, like, what does it look like or what are you continuing to work on balance looking like? Balance is something I still have to work on. I really struggle with it because... I have business guilt and I have mom guilt. Mm, yes, <laughs> that's fair. It's it's a thing because I am the type of business owner that if I have to scrub the toilet, you scrub the toilet. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways. I'll never tell someone that they have to do something that I would never do. Yeah. So for me, taking time off, taking vacation – It's very hard for me because I want my employees to see that I work hard and I'm always willing to be there and I'm always willing to be there with them and I'm always willing to help them and whatever that may be. So that is a a struggle for me and I'm still trying to figure it out. Trust me, if you talk to my husband, he'll be like, why do you burn the candle at both ends? I don't know, sir. (laughs) It's just how I'm built. (laughs) Why are we still talking about this? Um... And, you know, then there's the mom guilt because I we do a lot of charity work and we do a lot of things that are in the evenings. And I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at if I miss a night to put my kids to bed, it's okay. Right, right. It's okay. Because for the majority of the time, I'm always there to put them to bed. I'm yes. always there to pick them up from school. And for those of you that needed to hear that, it's oh, <laughs> It's okay. You are not a perfect person, and you are not a person that is just your kids. And I think that is one of the things that people don't like. You are a whole person who mm-hmm. has a whole life. Mm-hmm. You also have kids. Yes. Your kids aren't your life. And that's something that's hard. That's it's where that hard. guilt comes in, for sure. Yes. And I say that, and I know y'all are like, well, you don't have kids. You are absolutely right. There's a reason for that, because I know the sacrifice that mm-hmm. it takes in that guilt piece. And that is, I think you saying that, too, helps other people understand that and understand that the balance is a work in progress. And it will, you'll have that warring yes. piece of you. Because it definitely messes with you mentally and emotionally. Absolutely. It does. One of the things that I love right now and, you know, as we kind of close out our time is that you have put it all out there and I thank you. I'm going to cry thinking about that. I thank you for that. I thank you for your vulnerability. I thank you for sharing your truth Um, and so for being so authentic. I also thank you for helping others. So helping our Fearlessly Made You crew think about their own journey and understanding that it is your journey. You can step out on that ledge. You don't have to be everything else. You can be you and do the things that are going to bring you passion and joy Mm -hmm. and fulfillment and put that into whether it's your business venture or your family or whatever it is 
and let that drive you. So thank you, Joe, for being such a beautiful friend, a woman I admire, for being part of our Fearlessly Made You crew. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Today. You're welcome. And again, guys, please make sure you stay tuned to the next episode of Fearlessly Made You. Thank you.